I'll tell you what, Sam. I wasn't gonna do an FA Cup show, but then Everton was so miserable this fucking weekend that I need to remind myself that Everton actually played an entertaining match of football this past week. Yeah, that's true. I think you said that to me in the car as well. Was I didn't want to do one, but my game was really good, so we're gonna fucking do it. I, you know, I people would hold it against me. There's a standard at the Drunken United Football Show we need to be held to. This is it. Guess what? Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the Drunken United Football Show. A completely biased recap of the fifth round of the FA Cup is told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, and across the way is the no longer in the FA Cup, Samuel Graham. Uh, I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking. Uh-huh. Uh, Melissa, what did he say just prior uh, while the music was going there? <laughs> Not his best effort. Not my best effort. Yeah. Mark yeah. it on the calendar. He finally admitted he was wrong about something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. And, of course, on the ones and twos, also not in the FA Cup, our producer, Mal. <laughs> Which, by the way, not injury time, get a mutant. Yeah, we're still top 10. <laughs> Is that part of We're top 10, too, and we're ahead of hey, the table. We're hey, ahead of the table. So part of both. <laughs> yeah. But we're ahead of the table of both of you fuckers, and we still got games in hand. <laughs> Despite the fact that we fucked it off against Fulham this weekend. You're the one that had to do a shot of Malort, not yeah, us. It's true. We're recording at Studio H just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Like I said, everybody, five stars, D-back. Nice and simple on iTunes. Take a, take a few seconds. It really, really means a lot for the show. It helps puts us further up in the search engine, their search engine Um algorithm for algorithm yep. for recommendations so we absolutely need that support should you want to chat with us there is many ways that you can sammy why don't you tell the good people how they can get in touch absolutely on the social medias twitter instagram and facebook you can jump on at d football show and then uh d football show at gmail.com to get in touch via email and as always on facebook please ask to join the drunkard united fc Closed group. Because um, there was great FA talk, FA, FA cup shit talking. Um, our boy Jeet had put up the uh, brand new cup in the stores that, from Tottenham that says, we almost beat Everton <laughs> for the FA Cup <laughs> coffee mug yep. to commemorate that almost monumental moment. Uh, DVD coming soon. All or nothing part three. Uh, still nothing. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Nothing. N- nothing. Yeah. Again. I'll... Um, as we uh, know, Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. We're drinking on Monday. We talked about it on the main show. We're still uh, sipping on the uh, Balcones Larceny, which is quite lovely. Still lovely. Yeah, yep. absolutely. The Balcones lineage. <clears throat> yep. So, um, Not Larceny, lineage. Oh, uh, the lineage. I'm sorry. I thought they, they have, um, oh, no, Larceny's the, the Another the brand? Yep. 
they have a bunch of different names for all their single malts and they're kind of all over the place. So, so I uh, easy to confuse and my apologies for that. Uh, fifth round is done and dusted. Sam, we have seven premier league sides advance and only one lone championship side to head to the quarterfinals. Uh, frankly, seven of these matches were snoozers and one was holy shit. So uh, let's go right down the fixture list in order. Uh, starting off with Bournemouth taking care of Burnley 2-0. Sorry, yeah. Burnley decided to fuck off completely in this game. I, it was all cherries. Yeah. It really was. I Bournemouth mean, had everything. Um, Burnley were just shite. I don't really know why. Maybe it was fixture congestion. Maybe it was a little bit of rotation. Burnley's, I mean, but also Bournemouth's a bit of a, a fast-paced team, and Burnley doesn't like that, even when they play their shutdown system. They don't particularly care for it very much. No, absolutely. It just, I mean, Bournemouth aren't <coughs> really even flying high anymore in the championship, though. They're in, what, six now? Yeah, they're still, uh, they they're just still fired in the playoff their manager. They had lost four on, on, on the spin, fired their manager. They have in the, formerly of Middlesbrough, uh, Jonathan Woodgate. as The, bra- the brain trust, because who else is there? Every red nut. Oh, hello, Ari. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me of the head uh, gangster guy from Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. Um, yes. Yeah, Ari definitely has uh, a couple of antique guns. I'm sure he fancies the poker, and he's mm-hmm. no stranger to an offshore bank account. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, it, it was a pretty straightforward match, honestly. Uh, it took a late penalty to make it 2-0, but it never Even felt like... Even at 1-0, never felt like Burnley was going to do anything. Yeah, it didn't seem like Bur- it was going to be Burnley's day. Uh, the other match that day had Manchester United beating Ugh, West Ham. I wouldn't and this call took, this a match. It took extra time to get the one goal, and the one goal really wasn't that attractive either. No, the whole game was shit. Uh, the commentary team was saying, please, someone score so this doesn't have to go to extra time uh, because I don't want to sit through any more of this. F- funny, we're going to say the exact same thing, and they actually scored in it later on as yeah. opposed to this one, which they waited till extra time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was just absolutely pitiful, this game. I-, I couldn't believe what I was watching. It was, you know, a 100- hundred. 20 minutes that I will never get back. Um, Manchester United's backups were better than West Ham's backups, and both were pretty much shit. It I would have rather watched a, a silent movie from the yeah, it, 19 it was, teens. It, it was frustrating. It, well, at least the next day got a little bit better. It kicked off with uh, Manchester City beating Swansea 3-1. to one. It was it was all City, first and yeah, foremost. City dominated the game completely, but Swansea are a decent team. They did end up nipping a goal yep. um, at one point. But- uh, worth mentioning, Two United States starters, uh, one on the city side, of course, was Zach Steffen, their, um, backup, their backup goalkeeper. Yep. And then on the uh, Swan side, who started for uh, Swans? Uh, Jordan Morris uh, on loan from Seattle. Yep. Um, st- I, it looks like the MLS is taking a page out of the Landon Donovan book, which is let's send over a bunch of our players real quick to go play for a few months before we start our season. Yep. And it it it, it does it does them well. And was and Swansea in the Premier League when Landon was there? Yes. No, 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 no. Landon didn't play for Swansea. No, he when, played for Everton. When but Bob Swansea. Bradley was he in the Premier League? Was Swansea in the Premier League when Bob uh, Bradley managed them? Yes, that was so the year they, they went down. Right. So they famously had the only American top flight manager. Right. Ever absolutely in England. Uh, uh, and, which is pretty cool. And then also um, came in, coming in off the bench, uh, Paul, Ari- Paul Ariola yep. made, made an appearance as well. And by the way, not the only Americans we're going to be talking about. There was another one also that uh, played later in the week too. I made this comment in January that we might see 
January and this coming summer as prime opportunity to get Americans overseas yeah. because of lack of funds and MLS has no spine and ends up letting people go for next to nothing. Um, frankly, for me, um, I, I know there's people who listen to the show that are big MLS people. I like it because there's you know footy in our in our country and I'll go watch the occasional match, but I'm not I'm not diehard. I'm not into it. It's like if it, I'm at home on a Saturday night on a spring day and there happens to be a game on, I turn it on. But other than that, I don't actively search them. Nope. And what the amount of young American players that are going over right now and playing in Europe does, it only improves our U.S. men's national team. Absolutely. Which is what we desperately need. Because the, the group that didn't make it, the problem was, is everybody was getting older and all the kids played in the United States. They didn't play overseas. Uh -huh. So... Uh, but like I said, it was it was all city. Uh, they got a you know Swansea. But at did least get there a little, were goals to hang your hat on in this game. Yeah. Uh, the, well, and and we talked about it in the preview show. What's worth mentioning here, though, I think we're seeing a team that's gonna get promoted. Right. They they may have to do it through the playoff because um, Brentford and uh, Norwich are cruising right now at yeah. one and two. But uh, the, the the smell test. This team seems to be ready to make another. It'll be, if they can the avoid each other, it'll be a very entertaining uh, championship playoff final mm -hmm. if Swansea and Bournemouth can avoid each other in the semis. Yeah. Um, because they're both high-flying, high-octane, fun to watch, decent football. And the game won't be a... Normally, we always talk about that that play-in game, about how um, you know it's one of the richest games in all of football. It tends to end up being a very shit match because both teams are fucking nervous. Yeah, well, they also just really want to go up, so <laughs> they they're do. don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't <laughs> right. fuck up. Oh, so shit. it ends up being like a one nothing nil nil. Yeah. The penalties kind of game. It's normally not an attractive game because both sides are trying so hard not to fuck it up. Where if it ends up being Swans and Bournemouth, I think you might see like a three to two slugfest. Go for oh, it! I'd kind be of really thing. excited about the prospect. Do you remember when Watford went up in, in spectacular fashion? I don't oh, remember. It who. was over. It was it was Leicester. It was Leicester. Yeah, where uh, the, 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 oh my god, they missed the penalty or the penalty was saved. It marched right down the other side of the field in stoppage time, and Troy Deeney puts it away. Yes, penalty saved. Penalty saved, go right down the pitch. Deeney scores, rips off his shirt, runs about 10 rows back into the crowd. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> amazing. <laughs> Gianfranco Zola runs onto the field. It, 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 was, it, it was pandemonium. Abs was absolutely brilliant. That's that's a YouTube video. Definitely worth you looking have to up. Check it's that so out. incredible. It's one of the greatest one of the greatest moments in uh, in uh, English football. Actually, it's, it's that, that one is not... That's not the one they went up on because then they played Palace. I thought... I thought that was the final. No, oh yeah, no, no, no. That was that was the very next year because the year before, Palace beat Watford in penalties to go up. To go up, yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, next two were pl played at the same time. We had uh, Sheffield one, Bristol nil. It, it, was, it was a penalty. A Billy Sharp penalty. A <laughs> uh, hundredth goal for the club, though. I think. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard. Congratulations. Uh, Sheffield could fuck off. Sheffield playing <laughs> Sheffield football. The, yeah. the, the, at least. You look at them right now, and it's like their last 10 matches, they've won seven of them, you know, yeah. between all competitions. Again, and, uh, you know, it's we'll just talk a, a nice little confidence booster <laughs> of an ugly win that they can hang their hat on and say, we're in good form right now. We'll talk about the draw in the preview show, but frankly, 
I'm happier that we're facing City than I than I would be facing Sheffield. And if I was Chelsea, I'd be fucking nervous that I'm facing Sheffield because Sheffield got nothing else to play for now. Yep. And you don't want to play a team that got nothing else to play for because they will take that game so hyper seriously. It's insane. And that uh, that preview show will be out in a couple of weeks. Yeah. What right. is it? First midweek of March, and it is the uh, uh, sixth tw- round. The week of the weekend of the twentieth and the twenty first. Oh, so we said so end of March. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. All right. Oh. So in a few weeks, that preview show will be out. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, so the other game that uh, had the commentator saying, "Please, dear, for the love of Christ, can you please finish this game before it goes to extra time?" And it was a lot colder there. <laughs> Lester and Brighton, <laughs> and and. Uh, Mr. Ian Nacho decided to go ahead and grant everybody's wish and score in what the 94th, almost 95th minute, like with like 10 seconds left kind of thing. Yeah. Something like that. Yes. You can hear the car driving by Is outside. That what that can't was? You? Yeah. Yeah. The big loud the, truck. That brrr. Yeah. <laughs> we never hear stuff like that. Oh, I know. God, that's why we're usually recording much later. <laughs> True. <laughs> Uh, but hey, thank you very much for getting that goal because for the love of yeah. Christ. He even said it himself in the <laughs> like, post-match. They were like, what were you thinking? And he was like, to get the fuck out of here. It's cold. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want to go to extra time. <laughs> but yeah, it was another, just another absolute slog, this game. I, and and then the next one was anything but a slug. Everton 5, Spurs 4, Holy fucking Christ, Sam. Yeah. I almost had six heart attacks watching this match. I this just want to let you know. Absolutely insane. Um, Spurs went up early, obviously, inside the first few minutes. Uh, but then Everton replied with three goals in seven minutes just before halftime. Like, I mean, oh, I'm like sorry, that. Spurs scored again before halftime. So it was three to two Yeah, going into halftime. Five goal first half. You think, oh, <laughs> shit. Could second half could be a bit cagey, get a little, you know. Not they decided to continue to have a go at each other. So the first the first half, um, right off the bat, the first three minutes, header that Olsen makes a great save on. Three minutes after that, corner kick uh for um Davison Sanchez who scores, right? Yeah. Um twice Davison Sanchez scores on corners, twice marked by Gilfie Sigurdsson. <laughs> Later in the match, I actually tweeted. This is the 14th corner for the love of Christ. What is Gilfie doing? Marking Davison Sanchez again. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 Sam. I watched very attentively after those first two. All 13 corners. Gilfie covered him. I'm like, the fuck are you doing now? Now, all that being said, banging my glass into the uh, no worries. All that being said, stand. uh, Gilfie. Three assists and a goal with the penalty. Oh, yeah. I mean, boy had himself a game. Going forward. <laughs> yeah. Had himself a shit show at the back. <laughs> Defense, not so much. Yeah. Second half, you, the, it, it kicks off. And um, it, very odd from um, Jose. He has Harry do the hard warm-up at halftime. Doesn't even have him in the locker room. When you do the hard warm-up at halftime, that means you're going right on, right? Should be, yeah. He doesn't sub him on. Nope. Waits five minutes and then subs him on. Strange. The fuck? <laughs> Very strange. I don't know what Mourinho's doing these last couple of weeks, man. For real, last month or so. It's, it's very strange, strange stuff from him. So then uh, Spurs go ahead and tie it up again, right? Yep. Uh, they do. Uh, that then um, sends you all to extra time. Well, no, no. Uh, that's obviously. at 3-3. Oh, that and was 3-3. You're right. Richie scores his Richie second scored. for yeah. a brace. That's right. 
Richie and, scored, and then uh, Spurs scored again. Harry Kane right Finally, at the end. Yep, got a right header. At, <laughs> yeah. Right at the end of the game. Hearts are broken. Everton looked like shit. Oh, yeah. Heads fell. Shoulders dropped. Dude. Looked dead. Extra time. We we only had a bench of six people, right? Yeah. Uh, so I'm like. Didn't we, even dress everybody. <laughs> I'm like, we didn't even have any people that were healthy, right? So, like, James was had an injury. And, oh, by the way, earlier on, Calvert-Lewin goes off with a fucking injury, you know, which it is hip. It was a hamstring. A hamstring. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then, yeah, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, please let it get to penalties because we're not, we're not lasting this 30 minutes. Like we're not. And then, Bernard, Bernard will tear you apart again. <laughs> <laughs> the little fucking hair on Brazilian man. Little again, one of Gilfie's assists. Little sick dink chip right yeah. from about 25 yards out. And then over top volley. of the wall, yep. right to about the six yard box, and D- Bernard, boom, back of the fucking net. Yeah, it was brilliant. And then Hugo, uh, was it Larice and net, or was it Joe Hart? Uh, I was. It was Larice. More mistakes from Larice oh. in this game, I think. <clears throat> um, I he may have been able to come and collect that, but stayed at home and allowed mm-hmm. Bernard the space to do it. Yep. And and then surprisingly, after that, Spurs packed it up. Yeah, big like, surprise. It was like it's five to four. You've tied the match twice and then just Everton shut it down. Like it it was just very, trust me, I was baffled on how we were able to pull it off. I mean, it was, it's literally, it's just whose balls were bigger that day and Everton's balls were fucking bigger. It was just a gut check game and Everton, a probably didn't deserve to necessarily win that game, but they found a way to score five fucking goals. So you're the fucking winner, mate. You know? Absolutely. But what a match for everything else. that sucked so bad. This game had, had, it was end to end and it was wild. It was a lot of fun to watch this game. This is one of those matches that in five, six years from now, when they're talking about the FA cup and there's a game on be a Spurs game or an Everton game, the commentators at some point will be like, Oh, remember that match where Everton beat Spurs five to four? I, I, the same what, way we talked about on the main show when Leeds was playing and they mentioned the loss to whoever it was in, Town. D- in Division two, uh, <laughs> they, Six or whatever. They mentioned it. They mentioned that's the loss saying, to yeah. Sutton Town in your game this I'm, weekend. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, anywho, the um, so going into the final two games, we had Southampton beating Wolverhampton two nil, which is funny because then. Obviously, as we've already talked about, Wolverhampton then promptly beat Southampton to nothing. Which I'm, I'm two sorry, to I, think, one, I think. Two, I think it was two to one. Two to one, yeah. Beats them two to one. Yeah. So kind of you, know, kind of an odd role reversal. Is Southampton seems to be doing well in the FA Cup and getting results, but losers a six straight in the league. It just yeah. you know since but scored that worldie. Yeah. Oh Oof. my God. Yes. Oof. And then the, yes, I, I mean the, the cup run you would hope galvanizes them, and they're able to turn their league form around. But they, I mean, they have a lot of injuries, and Benderet can't get out of his own way. Well, and it's so. them, and, it's them and Leicester playing one another in in the and like I said, we'll talk about it when we preview it. But either one of them, I mean, one of them's going to the semis, and whichever one comes out of that match, they got to feel pretty good. Yeah, you got to feel like we can win this fucking thing. Yep. You know, it's it's get to especially at this stage now. It's just survive in advance now. It's just, well, it's, and you saw that in the performances throughout most of, I mean, I don't, you guys were fucking nuts, but yeah. in most of the performances was just don't screw up 
and hopefully we get that one chance. Yeah, which which would be where the final match was with Chelsea and Barnsley. Um, really, Barnsley took the fucking game to Chelsea. Yeah, they I think Barnsley really actually had the well. better of the play for for long stretches in that game. To be honest, created most of the chances, and then Chelsea uh, turned it on uh, when they needed to, and got a bit lucky because they were away. Uh, yeah. At Barnsley, which is a lower league club that does not have VAR, mm-hmm. and uh, which, to our annoyance, which we've talked about multiple times, they're playing in the same competition under a different set of rules. Yeah, it's not so fair. if you're it's away to the lower league team, VAR is not in play because they don't have it in the lower leagues. But if you play at home against a lower league team, you have VAR. Right. Uh, as a Premier League club, yeah. Uh, so and it's in effect. So if that match would have happened at Chelsea. Tammy, All things being equal, Tammy Abraham's penalty probably would have been called in the first half. That might have changed the match, but Tammy Abraham being off would have definitely been called in the second half, right? Which is which it wasn't, which led to the goal. Exactly. So, still probably <clears throat> would have been one nil. All things considered, mm-hmm. um, but you still got to think maybe there's a call that goes Barnsley's way. Maybe there's something that happens with VAR where they get an opportunity and a a clear cut chance, you know, a a free kick 25 yards out or what have you. Something that's worth mentioning. um, Now it shouldn't go this way, but it let's face it. It's human nature. It just does. Um, When the premier league sides play at a championship um, ground, Refs tend to call it like it's a championship match. Absolutely, they a little bit more to, physical. Yeah. They let them get away with a little bit more, and in the the you could tell the Premier League teams don't like it. And is it fair? Because again, are you are you playing by the a different set of rules? You know, you know, because right. because it's all the same refs refing all the matches. So why should the grounds matter on how you officiate a game? But but no, with is, the benefit of VAR. You yeah. absolutely changes the way in which, in which you of, ref. You may call course. something, you may not call something. Yeah, VAR, yeah. sort that out. <clears throat> Very true. Very as soon true. as this ball goes out of play, I'll know exactly what happened. And uh, we'll finish it off with mentioning that another United States player made his uh, champion, well, his Barnsley debut, a young gentleman by the name of uh, Daryl Dyke, who came from Orlando FC. Okay. R- young, real young kid, too. Like, I'm think like 20, 21, like real young end. Uh, that's awesome. uh, been sent over. So again, you know, never heard of him. But well, well, here's <laughs> here's the great thing. It's like kid did really well at Orlando FC, and yeah, you're going to the fucking championship, mate. If anything, I kind of if, if they're a real young it's probably player, probably upgrade to be honest. I, if they're well, no, if they're a real young player, I'd almost rather them go to the championship before they go to the Premier League. Toughen them up a bit, because we yeah. talk about how the Premier League toughens up people on the championship. <laughs> really that's tough. Ba- that's bare knuckle boxing, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what that is. You know, that's, yeah, a, absolutely. that's, that's around with a piker and snatch, you know, right. <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, all right. Well, that's going to wrap up this quick little show. Just wanted to, uh, like I said, recap the FA cup. Sammy, any parting words? I do not. All right. Well, there's nothing to talk about. Excellent. Well, we'll be back uh, next Monday with our regular show. So till then, good night, everyone. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Sam Graham. Don't you get mad at?
the fucking new button.